him all right. Hell no. Joaquin said dominate, and we not doing it. Still from the three. Streaks across the 40. He might be gone. It's up. That's the good night. They got blockers. They got blockers. They've got a lane. When the U is on and the U brings it, there's nothing like it. We got to get this. And it's going to take everybody. Welcome, Canes family, to another episode of Miami Nights. I am Joe Nugent, joined alongside by my brother, Jimmy Nugent. Jimmy, it is Beat FSU Week, but... It just doesn't quite have the same luster as it usually does. It does not. But <sighs> let's just, here's the thing. We're going to hold on to the fact that it it's it's a rivalry. And you just never know. You never know? You never know with these rivalries. It sounds like loser talk right now, you know? I know. What are we doing? We, we, but then again, we just scored six points against NC State. So it's just, it's hard, you know? Folks, if like you, you didn't hear me, the news... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was going <laughs> to say, like you said to me today, you're tired. Tired. It's, uh, it's, it's, hard, it's hard to spin it in our head when we've seen some, you know, interesting products on the field. You know, we got to the month of November playing meaningful football, and that lasted, that lasted a couple days into November. Um, yeah. On November 4th, folks that don't know, your Miami Hurricanes suffered a defeat against the NC State Wolfpack, losing 20-6. to That's right, you heard that correct. Six points were scored in a college football Six. game. Um, Six points. Man, I think uh, we'll, we'll get to FSU. It is beat FSU week. It is FSU hate week. And, and I've had, I've already had a few of my Noel friends like text me about Ugh. it. You just know they're feeling so cocky oh right now. Gosh, that's but it. honestly, here's the thing, and I was gonna wait to get into this, but let's just get into it now. We can review NC State, but uh, you know this. You want to hear my spin? I would love with to. this. You know how we felt in 2021 going into that game? Yes. FSU. That was the year they lost to Jacksonville State. We're looking like we're kind of on like like we weren't great in twenty twenty one, but we were. I think we were, we were five and four. They were three and six going into yeah, that game. But we were TVD was rolling at that point. We were feeling pretty confident, and like they were down in the dumps. Now, given the game was at Doke, but like they shocked us and they beat us because of fourth and seventeen. Fourth Thank and you, fourteen. Manny. Fourteen. Sorry. Thank yeah. you, Manny. Mm. Um. But I like to believe that, honestly, it's. I feel like it's a similar feeling, just on the opposite end. Like, we are improving in ways, and depending on which quarterback comes out and plays against Florida State, I still have a ton of faith that we can beat this team. Florida State is not world world conquerors over here. What's the word for it? World beaters? Like, yeah. they're, 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 they're not untouchable. 
No, certainly not. And I think this, I haven't seen it like this in a long time where they are not worried in the slightest about yeah about the hurricanes and on the other end it seems like our fan base is not expecting much out of this game and so hey why not us why not now right because guess what we We are a better team we've been saying it all year but we are a better team than six and three we are a better team than if you're just looking at the final scores of some of these games and if you're looking at the record you think oh there's miami hurricane stink and it's 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 not the case. Like we are a much improved no. team from last year, as much as I might sound like an idiot saying that, but we are. No, you trust don't. me. It, it, it's it's the frustrating thing is like our losses. Just like the only game that I think we like legitimately just lost and were outplayed was North Carolina. Like, we still made some stupid mistakes fumbling on the goal line, throwing some bad interceptions, but they just, like, I, I personally believe they outplayed us. We should be 8-1. and one if, We should be 8-1. and one. If we had it, a quarterback playing average quarterback. A quarterback that knows that to throw it to the Miami Hurricane wide receivers. Listen. And not the other team. We got to just get into it. Um, I'll open yeah. us up talking about the NC State game, talking about where we're at going FSU. Uh, The TVD era is over, my friend. And it's sad. How'd we get here? It's sad. Like, like go back. I mean, we're talking four or five weeks ago. We're saying TVD for Heisman. Yeah. This man's rolling. His shortcomings were were there, but they hadn't been exposed. Teams were still playing man against us. The man yeah. has no concept of what his own is. And it's it's like, it, it's actually insane. So he was 21 of 38, 173 yards, three interceptions. One of the interceptions was dropped, so it should have been four interceptions. Uh, yes. A lost fumble. Probably the easiest one of the day, too. Yeah. The guy was shocked that the ball was thrown It would have been a pick him. six. Yeah, it would have been a pick six, um, a lost fumble, and one of those interceptions was, once again, in the red zone, in the end zone, and at this point, he has become such a liability, and he's costing us points, he's costing us momentum, and at the end of the day, he's costing us wins. When you have your, the defense played an unbelievable game, the offensive line did their job to open up the running game. Mark Fletcher, his first career start, had over 100 rushing yards. Once again, the 99% of the team did their job, and you're, we sit here with a loss because one guy who is the most important player on the field um, just played absolutely awful. And we have seen this story week in and week out for the last month of football at least. Yeah, uh, it's it is time to move on, and we'll. I mean, I'll pause here. I have a lot more to say, but uh, it's the TVD era is over. His his last throw as a Miami Hurricane, in my opinion, should have just happened. It was the interception to finish the game, and to to piggyback off that, Mario in his press conference today. Yes. basically gave a non-answer which like he always does in his in his press conferences but 
but didn't necessarily outright say TVD is going to be your starter. Yeah, this one was you different. Ask, like you, you ask, you put a gun to my head though, and you say, "Who am I seeing walk out at three thirty p.m.?" Doke Campbell. I'm seeing number nine come out. Whoa, I, man. I, no one's putting a gun to your head, okay? No, don't talk. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, maybe I'm thinking about doing. It. So, <laughs> so here, here's the thing. I I disagree. I think, I think Mario's that Mario Cristobal's press conference today. I think said a lot more. Like, you ask him in the beginning of the year some a question like that, he's like, Tyler Van Dyke's our quarterback. Like, what are you talking about? This is the first yeah. time that he's really been like, we're going to keep that close to the... Like, he, they've been having his back throughout, and this week was different. Shannon Dawson, did you see his comment? He said, normally, he goes, I'm ride or die with my players. And he goes, but there's a tipping point. And I was like, Whoa. Oh, I didn't see that quote. Yeah. So I, I hear that quote. I think okay. a change is happening, my friend. I think it's over. Listen, I still I still think there's a chance, but I cuz I I just I don't know. It's been this it's been this weird loyalty to TVD because if you if you think about it like he shouldn't have even started this game. Right. And like 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 what's it going to take? He's already blown two other games prior to that and has looked horrible in the process and we have a freshman that has the ability to get some meaningful minutes in, in important games but not the toughest of opponents and like could have given this would have been just a great game for Emery to get in a away game atmosphere yeah. with still high stakes but lower stakes than you know playing against your biggest rival but yet we trotted TVD out there and we kept him there the whole game yeah, I think so that's even I the just, biggest thing. It's like not only did you start him this game when I don't think you should have. I, we were saying it was over before right. this game, but then at halftime not make a change. Whew. Right. Man. That's the thing and it's like so But it's so this I don't point, know. I, I just have no faith that they'll and and but that's the frustrating thing with Mario is like man, like is it is just does it just take the fans getting belligerent to you want to make a change like are you that hard-headed like you would think Emery and Jakari are his recruits like like why like he should be the one that's like no these are the guys like why why is he just like so apprehensive to play them are, are they not the guys well then that's on you for scouting and recruiting them if they're not if you personally don't believe that they're the guys but it's just like nothing can be worse than Tyler Van Dyke right now and nothing could have been worse. He he could have been pulled at halftime, and I don't care if if it, like the what people are saying. You know, oh well, you can't start him against FSU on the road. Like that's just asking for the kid to like be broken. Well, then I don't want that kid. I want the I want like like I tweeted out earlier. I want the Malik that's going into FSU territory and is pumping up the crowd and throwing the game winning touchdown. I want that kind of energy. I want a quarterback that can come in the second half against NC State and turn the team around. And maybe he could have, but Mario just doesn't seem to have that trust and faith. It took TVD not playing and being hurt to for us to even see Emery. Like he would have played against Clemson, and we lose to Clemson. So I'm just frustrated, not only obviously from Tyler Van Dyke's massive regression, but. Mario, man, like it's just the 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 game day coaching has been tough. Yeah, and that might be another topic. 
I still I, here's the thing. Bottom line, I still believe in Mario, it, and I still believe in Shannon Dawson. Yeah, I, everyone that's calling for a hit, saying the OC is horrible. I know I'm saying so many points right now, but everyone's talking about how Shannon Dawson's been bad. Like, how can you tell? You you literally have a drive that's going really well, and then your quarterback throws a touch uh, throws an interception in the end zone. You are handicapped as an offensive coordinator, but then that's when it's frustrating as well. It's like if you realize you're handicapped, well, let's put someone else in there. I agree. Oh. I agree. I think yeah. The this has so much more to do with one player than it does coaching. But at the end of the day, it is the coaches that keep running the same guy out there. Now, my conspiracy theory is that because we almost lost Van Dyke over the offseason Alabama and they were going to be offering him NIL money and we had to up the ante and up the bag that we dropped Tyler Van Dyke, I think there's some politics there in play that you've got a lot of money invested in this kid. Uh, what does that look like pulling him and effectively ending his career right. in Miami? I don't know. Right? No, I mean, and now, who don't knows give me NIL? Now, here's the thing. <laughs> You saw you saw Nick Saban earlier in the year pull Milton, benched him um, after their loss to Texas and basically wanted to teach him a lesson. Yeah. Now, he's back in, and he's uh, not Milton. Um, yeah, no, you're right, Milton. Milton. Yeah. Did I just have a stroke? Uh, <laughs> and, and so you have – then he's back in now playing at – a very high level and he's their quarterback. Yeah. So it's not like it's not like benching Tyler Van Dyke is saying it's over for him here, but Milrow. I knew it wasn't Millen. Jalen Milrow. So oh, Mil- now we're Sarah, both yeah. idiots. Just yeah. God. Yeah, yeah Millen. Of course. Um, yeah, yeah, Millen. Well, <laughs> yeah. Close enough. <laughs> Milrow. <laughs> and oh, now I've lost my train of thought. You, you, you said that he was playing at a high level now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like you can bench Van Dyke and then bring him back at a later time. I don't think that's what's going to happen here. You make this decision now. You've got to ride with your two guys, Emery Williams and Jakari Brown, rest of the season, bowl game. And then depending on what they do these last three games, and again, this is all assuming that they are playing against Florida State and Tyler Van Dyke is not. That's where my what my gut tells me. Uh, then you have to make a decision at the end of the season be like, are one of the are one of these two or a combination of these two are our guys for next year, or do we have to go find someone in the portal? Obviously, you have your recruits yeah. and you have your quarterbacks coming in, but we need this team is too talented to lose all of this and waste all of this talent because of one bad quarterback. Well, yeah, like like you said back in the Georgia Tech game, he just sucks the life out of this team. Like our our. Our defense giving us momentum, big turnovers. Cam Kitchens had a wonderful game. Even on the offensive side, Mark Fletcher had a wonderful game, and it just all goes t- for nothing. Like, because, like, the the interception in the end zone is just the most frustrating you, it's, turnover and it's week in and week out, you he does that. You only need points. Like, and it's, yeah, like we said, yeah, because we've been saying this for weeks now, especially against Georgia Tech. What down was that? It is not that? necessarily the amount of turnovers that it was like first down. It was like first or second down. It it did not, or maybe it was, I mean it was. A, I remember watching. I was like, he does not need to force anything. It here. was third down, but it was but at still, NC State but it, but seventeen. It's in field goal range. It's in yeah. field goal range. Right. 
and yes. he was open that, that and was, it was a poorly yes, throw that's ball. why i was like he didn't need to force it because we didn't need to force an end zone throw too like we it wasn't end goal it was right yeah um but like we said back in the Georgia Tech game, it's not even just the manner of the the turnovers and when those things happen, but it's where they happen. Yes, and and and, and the situations there, yes, you have where momentum, and you're driving, you're in your own territory, and and you fumble, and it's just horrible. It just sucks the life out of this team and this fan base, and that's why we're just tired. Like we just, I don't care if. I don't care if Emery throws interceptions as well. I just want to see that we're trying something new. Yeah, exactly. And have a guy that looks like he wants to actually be back there. And and so off that interception, then we immediately respond and get an interception of our own. And you're yeah, like, it was all like right. Four turnover. Uh, there was a four turnovers in a row and four consecutive possessions. Yeah, so you were feeling good. Cam Kinchins gets a big interception. It's like, okay, let's go. Yeah. Tyler Van Dyke proceeds four plays later to fumble in the pocket. He, his pocket awareness has has just gone. It's it's gone. He he goes down easier than anyone I've ever seen go down. But he's yeah. dropping back, dropping back, dropping back. There's a giant pocket in front of him to just step up in the pocket, like a like what you're supposed to do when you drop back. Step up in the pocket when you start feeling that pressure. Instead, he stands there, gets hit, fumble. They recover. And I mean, mm. we saw him go down later in the game because an offensive lineman stepped on his foot. He just it, there is there's and none of them nothing. helped him up. Yeah, I mean that's the thing we said when when Emory Williams was playing against Clemson. We're like, I mean, the team rallied around him and there was life. Yeah, and it's like, what did Emory Williams? Yeah, he made a couple really nice throws that people are forgetting. But at the end of the day, like, yes, he didn't really do much. That's all we need from a quarterback. He played smart. Right. He if, played if with energy. Quarterback, yeah, we're eight and one if we have a quarterback that doesn't do much. Yes, and that's that brings me to another point. I'm also bouncing around a lot here, but it's because this game was kind of the culmination of like it, it's. I'm not even much about just as this game is is the whole season, but it's like I think everyone's talking about like oh what about the Tyler Van Dyke from the first four games of the year. It's like when you actually look at it, like he had a good game against Texas A&M, but it's not like the other three games. I mean, trust me, he had a good start to the year, but like the majority of his work, the 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 larger body of his work at the University of Miami has been poor quarterback play. Oh, like yeah. he started off Absolutely. as a, he went, he, he had that great hot start when he came in as a redshirt freshman. But since yeah. then, including the first four games of this season, it has not been good. Yeah, and I mean, even then, like his end of the season, twenty twenty one, was great. But there were still some shortcomings. More like, oh, but he's young; he's gonna right. get. It was better. the throws he's still making. Yeah, so it's like right. I don't think it's as much of like he. I've heard, I've seen people talking about he has the yips, or he like mentally he's gone. I do think like some of that could be true, but I think we're giving him too much credit here. Like I don't know yeah, if maybe he's just he's that just good a quarterback. Not that, maybe he's just not that guy. Yeah. And what's his biggest win at Miami? <laughs> Texas A&M this year. Emory Williams already has a bigger win than Tyler Van Dyke. Yeah. Clemson had a good win this week. They did. They Notre did. Dame. Needed it. Needed it. If y'all if God. if y'all gonna that buy stock reporter, in Clemson by now. That poor reporter in that press conference. ESPN loved that. Played that everywhere. You know Dabo had that speech ready to go. And we're just waiting for the first 
sorry reporter to ask him a question that no dude that was a call that was it was a fan call in like it was, was one it? of those shows where he just takes calls from fans yeah yeah so you know he was ready yeah brutal <laughs> dude oh my gosh <laughs> um but yeah emory has a bigger win than tvd it's just like we let said me, man tyler like Vance, just... let me let me on the year his 2023 stats 2,057 total yards, 16 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. 10 of those are in the last four games. His QBR is down to 68.3 for 37th in the nation. He did have the number one QBR going for a little bit. But, dude, his his last – let me see this. His last uh, four games, his QBR is – his QBR against NC State was twenty nine point eight. Oh my! Against Virginia, against Virginia, was thirty five and a half. Against North Carolina was seventy point three, and then Georgia Tech was thirty seven point five. If that isn't the numbers to bench your quarterback, I don't know what is. And it, the time is now. Uh, yeah, I, there's not really that much more I want to talk about this NC State game because it makes me sick. When you've there wasn't got, much to talk about. It was only six points. When the defense played as well as they did, and your running back had 115 or something rushing yards. Yeah, averaging over five a carry. You tell me those two things. You say defense played lights out, and running back, yeah, averages over yeah, five yards a carry. Defense had two turnovers. I say we roll. You have to try to lose that game. Yep. And like at the end of the day, too, just things that like could go wrong went wrong, like how it always goes when you don't like when things are going poorly. The, uh, Borgalis makes it, misses his kick, wasn't an easy kick, and then we're going for it deep in their own territory, and we just don't get it. Like we left so many points on the board, like the Tyler's Dude. pick, uh, not converting at fourth down, and and Borgalis's missed kick. I'm not gonna blame Borgalis; it's a tough kick. Just yeah, but he I mean, he, the guy can't make everything, but yeah, he can't make I, everything. I saw people mad about going for it on that fourth one, saying we should kick the field goal. I mean, what are I, we? I saw people were mad too, guys. You go for that. You like, go for it every time, and then in your mind, you're like, okay, in this slight chance we don't get it, they haven't moved the ball on us at all, we're going to get a quick right, stop and get it in good field line. position. But yeah. instead, they went 95 yards, or what, Gasher. 97 yards? Yeah, that was... Dagger. But it's like, yeah, that was our defense just was at a breaking point on the field the whole game, it felt like. Oh, yeah, um, I mean, they gave up 20 points on the road to NC State. That should be more than enough to get us a win. Right. So, like, there are coaching issues, and there's still Mario's game day management, and Dawson's got to get more creative. But that it, that's a story for another day because, like we've like said so many times, you if your quarterback you is just your average, gonna throw a pick. Yeah. If your quarterback's just average this year, you're eight and one. I mean, that's it's the bottom line, and it stinks. And it's like I wanted it to work out for Tyler Van Dyke, but. Ah oh, man, he he trademarked Tyler Van Dimes. That is just oh. tough. That's tough. There's people that own that shirt. Oh, dude, there's people that My own. There's people God. that own a Tyler Van Dyke Miami Knights jersey. Oh. <laughs> uh. And who's like who who had number nine most recently at quarterback? Robert Marv. Could you could you be a Marv jersey? I feel like we've had a nine before. No, yeah, that might be it. That's the most Robert recent Marv. nine. Robert Two. Marv. That's mm. a Hall of Fame list right there. 
Uh, so what's your tropical depression of the week? <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's just rinse and repeat. Good night. Quarterback, moving on. Moving on. My category five of the week before we move on and talk about FSU yeah. is Camp Kinchins. Ball hawk. Yep. He's looking more like himself. I think he was just a little unhealthy after that Texas A&M hit. Uh, has looked more like himself. I mean, defense in general looked great. Um, chippy game. It was, Everyone yeah. seemed to keep their head straight for the most part. James Williams makes me terrified anytime he makes eye contact with an opposing player. Dude, he had uh, some big hits too. I know people were oh, harping yes. on his missed tackles. That first one, that first early, that early one. I think, yeah. I think it was first quarter. I was watching this. My wedding ended early, which was great because I was able to watch it on the phone driving home. I was actually in Tallahassee, um, but I was able to to watch it driving home. Unfortunately, uh, looking back at it, but I remember watching that hit and I almost veered off the road celebrating. Sorry, I was getting a drink of water. Uh, That's good. It's good. <laughs> yep. I mean, defense. Uh, man, they did. They did what they needed to do. Uh, Cor- let, let's talk about this though. Another. Well, I still have to uh, my category five. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. You go in and out of this segment like I've never seen. I'm just not committed to it yet. <laughs> All right. I'm um, just I am committed to it yet. I am committed. I like it. My. Actually, I have to have a different tropical depression than you. I will give you a tropical depression. My tropical depression of the week, it actually does have something to do with Shannon Dawson, and it's it's our lack of plays using Brashard Smith. Every time oh. this year Brashard Smith has been involved, there has been success. He is such yeah. he is such a playmaker and can be so lethal for us. So the fact that we do not mix him more into the game plan and get more packages and more stuff directed to just get him the ball in space so he can use yeah. his speed and athleticism, it makes me sick. Like, think I wouldn't be surprised if he transferred. Dude, did you see his post on Instagram? Oh, no. What? He posted on his Instagram story, like, this was the only, it was of a kickoff return. I think he might have even called for a fair catch on, I don't even know. But he's like, this is my only touch last night. Like, dot, dot, dot. Uh, he is not happy. Get him the ball. And I don't blame I don't the blame kid. him. Like, Get him the look, ball. I know I always talk about the Miami Dolphins and Tyreek Hill, and I know you can't compare the two, but they know Tyreek Hill is their most is their biggest weapon on the offense, so they scheme plays to just get him the ball however that looks. If it's at running... Look, you know what? Even better, look at the way NC State uses... Uh, they used... What's his name? Concepcion. Concepcion. Okay, said that name so many times. Concepcion. Concepcion. Guy's Look unbelievable. You know, we just offered his younger brother today. Just we should offer him. him. I know. Yeah, transfer this way. Why would he? He's not going to get the ball. Why don't That's we use true. Brashard Smith like concept? The guy played six different positions on offense, it seemed like. He was at running back. He was at wide receiver. He was doing some. Yeah. He was motioning. Like, we. That's my job. I got to say, though, I don't like. I don't like when they go to social media and post about it. Like, that's. It's like eh. it's toxic behavior. It's not great, um, but you hey, we go to social media and post about it. It's true. So <laughs> <laughs> And we're just like the players. We are. If you really we, think about yeah. it. Yeah. We care more. Um 
Who is your cat five of the week? Do you have one? Oh, um, my cat five of the week. I am going to go with. Got to go with Mark Fletcher. First career start. Yeah, and he ran hard. I mean, he's going to be he's a gonna be special, special player. Really special. Mark Fletcher category yeah. five. Yeah, I'm really excited about Mark Fletcher. That's the thing, man. Just like great performances, like we said, just thrown down the tube because we're just we need a game manager at, at the helm. Mm-hmm. And just a leader. And, like, yeah, that's lead uh, this team, just man. Like, just show a sign of life. Do you see Matt Lee kind of like getting in an argument with him on the sideline? I don't know what yeah, it was about. I saw some, that. About some play. Uh, but it was the first time I've ever seen any type of emotion from him on a sideline, to be honest. Just sucks. The team just doesn't look the like they're life. having fun. No, and that, yeah. And, and I, I, t- I was texting you guys during the game. I was like, man, like, we've seen a lot of Miami Hurricanes losses. A lot of the times they've been f- like it's at least fun. It, like I'm not having fun yeah. watching this team because this no, offense they, they just uh, suck the life out of the place. They do, and it's slow. And it's one and, like, guy. I don't... It's one guy. Yeah, gotta bench him, dude. You have to bench him. I know it's harsh. I, but man, like it's, it's just, just not playing well. It's not That's the answer. As simple as that. It's All right, we moving on here. Yeah, I will say one thing. I want to address. Uh, had. A, Daryl Porter go down. Yep. And yep. then also lost Jaden Davis. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I don't know what his injury was, but the Brown brothers played well, though. They went after the younger Brown brother early, which I'm, I, I was watching it in the car. I wasn't able to watch the replay well. You know that first throw that they had to him? They called it pass interference. Was it pass interference? I think that was, yeah, it was, I think that was the older one. Oh, okay. That's all we really, <laughs> just the older and I, yeah. I need, it, it I need was to be better about their names. It, it was to the older one though, and it was pass interference. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's the thing. I was like, they're just calling us because they the refs know that he just got put in the game. It's an away game, and they're calling for this pass interference. Like, I don't know. I thought right. it was a flimsy call. Um, but other than that, they played well. Like I was actually, cause I, when, when, uh, Jaden Davis went down, I was like, well, shoot Porter's out. Jaden Davis, like, who's going to be our corners. And then I remember the Brown brothers and they, they did a good job. Yeah. They came so in. They, them a shout out. Yeah, I agree. But, uh, Jaden Davis coach said today, he's good to go. Completely healthy, completely fine. He said, Daryl Porter's more day to day, but he still hopes he'll play on Saturday. So that's good. Really? News. I mean, yeah. He was putting no weight on oh, his, I, on his leg. I know, but. That looked bad. I know. Huh, and so did good, though. And Arroyo, he his looked really bad too. When was that two weeks ago when he got rolled up? Yeah. But I think he's gonna be okay. We need Arroyo. Dude, I can't I'm McCormick. Oh. He's just not the guy either. He's gonna break a hip out just there with one of these hits drops. he's taken. Too many just drops not the guy. too. No. And then um AJ Allen should be good to go as well. He was he was he dinged was, up. He was dinged up. But, so that's it's good news on the injury front. We should have a pretty healthy team going in FSU. I mean, other than the guys we've lost for the season. Yeah. Oh. 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 I can't even do that for more than 10 seconds. I have been playing, just like the players, I've just been blasting that in my apartment. In your apartment? Since. <laughs> On all your work calls? Since midnight Saturday. Um, my my wife has left me 
my cat is dead <laughs> and I've been fired from my job, but I'm going to be ready for this game to hear that war chant. Make no mistake. It's FSU if week, people. Been, yeah. If you've been living under a rock, the FSU Seminoles are 8-0 and oh and feel it. Or 9-0? and oh? They are they are nine and zero, oh, Jimmy. Nine and zero oh and feeling good. They are feeling cocky. Jordan Travis as their leader, not having the most incredible stat wise season, but has led his team because he game manages mm-hmm. to a nine and zero season. You know he how many interceptions he has on the year? Two. Yeah, his completion rate is not great. I'm pretty sure it's something around 60-ish, 64%. Um, 2,500 yards. His stats are okay. But yeah, his inter- his touchdown to interception ratio, 19 touchdowns to two interceptions. He's also had seven rushing touchdowns on the year. And that is where I will begin to talk about playing Florida State I don't want to see any of what we saw of Drake May in the beginning of that North Carolina game where he was just running free. I really hope we are spying him to start this game. You know, that Pitt, uh, some some teams, I mean, there's a lot of teams that have played them really well this year, like Boston College really should have beaten them. I mean, them. Even, they had even, a, even Pitt played them well. Like, that but that's game what got I'm saying. Is, at the end, yeah. They that's fumbled what I'm on the goal line, Pitt, right? Pitt kind of get, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Man, I mean, Things to be have, undefeated, you gotta be lucky. Their way, you yeah. gotta be lucky. It, yeah. Um, but Pitt kind of gave us the blueprint with the way that they kind of stipend that FSU offense is they um. St- I I just said stifened. I think it's stifled. They. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they blitzed a lot and. And then made sure to have a spy on Travis. Like that's they they took away, they they blitzed and forced him to make quick decisions and didn't have much time back there. And they kind of took away the, just the running game in general, both Jordan Travis and um, and their big old back. Uh, what's his face? They have Trey Benson. Benson, yeah, he's he's yeah. he's a beast, really good. So yeah. that's what you got to do, and it's like. Our now you blitz. We leave our corners and like now we leave them on islands playing some man coverage, a lot of one on ones, and we do not win those against these FSU receivers, specifically yeah. Keon Coleman and Johnny Wilson, like who didn't play against Pitt. No, I saw someone said uh, Norvell purposely didn't play them so he could bring back four and fourteen against Miami. Great, Which, I thought that was creative. So, I don't like Norvell at all. Oh, he's such a little weasel. <laughs> like, uh, go nose. I, I'm just start as I'm just sitting here pondering, thinking about ways this game could go. I'm believing again. Gotta believe, Jimmy. So here's but the deal: it just it has to be someone other than nine walking out there. Ha- that's that that's is the, the bottom line. I hope if I say nine walk out as a starter. Hopes down the tube. Um, Miami leads the all-time series, 35-32. A lot. There's just been so many good games between these two teams. FSU's won the last two in a row, including just a complete beatdown at Hard Rock last year. But guess what? 
You know what they don't remember? They don't remember the beatdown that happened just a couple years prior to that, COVID year, no. 52-10. They act like that game does not exist. Norvell no. oh, wasn't they, on their sideline. He, he was yeah, home oh, playing with his He didn't actually puppy. lose them. It was his team. I mean, come on. Give me a break. We we just And that was it wasn't even a home game for us because we didn't have anybody there. Yeah, and last year we're playing with our true freshman quarterback, Jakari. Our team was depleted. It was just a horrible situation for us. Which seems pretty similar to this year. <laughs> but, like, they... Yeah. They are... Oh, he's got an ESPN alert there. Heard it. Um, Heat won. Nice. Magic about lost. time. Magic beat, have had a good start LeBron to the year. And, uh, yeah. They're not having a good start to the year. <laughs> Yeah, so last year was it was just not good. Yeah. Um but so here's the thing. W- where was I going with this? Oh yeah, I was going to ask. Yeah, so thinking well, about just the history of it, I was going to before we get into the Xs and Os of this game, which we already kind of have, but do you have a favorite FSU memory? Favorite uh, Miami FSU game? I mean, I feel like for us what we've been alive to see, it's slim pickings. <laughs> what what we can it, remember it, about the good Yeah. There haven't been many great slim moments. pickings. It's got to be between Malik pumping up the crowd, Daryl Langham with the grab, or Daryl Langham, or fifty-two to ten. Yeah, sitting there. The only problem is just like the stadium was so empty, but we were there for that, and it was just like incredible to sit back and just watch us beat down on FSU. Like you and, were like, never not worried. Have to like worry. Yeah, you were never worried. Our first drive touchdown to Brevin Jordan. So it's between those two, but no, I mean, looking back on it, how I fell in the moment, it's got to be Malik throwing that ball. Like, we were in a house full of FSU fans, too, and it felt really good. I remember I rewatched, I think we watched rewatched it together that night. Yeah. The game in, uh, in entirely, watched the entirety of it again. Dude. Uh, I, right after. I, I've I watched that game nine. so many times since. I mean, just so good. You know what? You know what was also was a really good one was, um, was it twenty twenty one at Hard Rock no. the, the comeback? Yes. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. Twenty. I was twenty eighteen. I'm sorry. I'm it was sorry. Tiger. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. With uh, uh, Sheldrick Gredwine with a big hit. Then you had Pinkney with the interception, and then the game wing touchdown to Brevin Jordan. Yes. And that then, was a great game. I forgot about that. And then um, it and then even ended. 20, it ended with wide nineteen. Twenty eighteen ended though with wide left too. Agua their their Lord and Savior Aguayo missed the field goal. Yeah, they had, they would like oh man that that the place was rocking that night. Yeah, uh, during the and comeback. Ooh, baby. Rem- remember twenty nineteen? We handled them that season too. We had a yeah. We, we had won four a, in a row, right? We won four in a row, and if not for fourth and, fourth 14, and fourteen, we had five. That's yeah. where it all just took a turn. And could we be that fourth and fourteen this year, dude? It's so weird. Now that's twenty twenty three. Like th- I have no concept of years from like twenty, basically twenty thirteen to twenty twenty three. It all just blends in. It's very bizarre. Not even just my like, American like football, football, just in life oh. and everything. <laughs> like you oh, tell me, twenty seventeen. I'm like, how many years ago was that? Ten. Yeah. Six. Right. Isn't that crazy? That one was six years ago. That's crazy. Feels like yesterday. 
great game, but that like going back to it, that's that energy from Malik. Malik was a talented QB, but he wasn't the most talented guy in the world. But what did he have? Heart. He had heart. Gamer. And he was a leader. Gamer. Give me a gamer. Athlete, too. Some, you got to have an athlete a, back there. I understand Emery being nervous. Like, he had the nurse, the Clemson game. But he still got up and came and showed up and played and, and stuck with that Clemson game when it wasn't going well for him. Yeah. And he threw some really, really important passes. I think he's a gamer. Put him in. But I for I don't know if you've been seeing this on Twitter, but a lot of people are calling for Jakari to get this start. And personally, I don't understand that. I think Emery is the better quarterback. I mean, we so, haven't seen any of Jakari this year, but from what I saw last year compared to what I saw from Emery this year, I like Emery. Emery is definitely, from what we've seen and what happened in camp and the scrimmages and everything he's the better thrower of the football no doubt and so i do yeah. think you've got to go with emory and then and like but, we don't need a we don't necessarily like last year we needed a quarterback that could scramble because our offensive line play was poor but like this year our offensive line is good enough like we don't net like it's good to have but it's not like we're like oh we need him because of his legs Right, like I, I like we said, we just need a game manager that could throw to open receivers. And then you can still put. I still would like to see just some packages with putting Jakari back there and run like, I mean, even on like short down situations, even when you know he's getting the ball, he's so big, and our offensive line is playing so well that you can almost just yeah. say like, yeah, you know, we're gonna snap it to him, and he's gonna run this up the middle, but you can't stop it. I mean, kind of the idea of like yeah. the tush push and all that. When you just have a guy that size and athletic. I think there's ways to mix in some Jakari Brown packages, so maybe some even fool. You can do some zone reads, fool them with some RPO action. Like we can now, it doesn't have to be just Emery, but you right. do have to roll him out there as the starter and let him go to work. Um, but I, I would like to see some packages with Jakari Brown because we saw what some stuff he did last year. I mean, he's electric. He's electric. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Yeah, I, Emery. I just I've just seen a lot of it. I don't know if it's like my algorithm, but just a lot of people calling for Jakari. I'm like, where I just don't know where it's coming from. Yeah, it's like I think people are forgetting what Emery did against Clemson. Come on, he. I know. Come the, on, guys. He looked. He the, was he was handcuffed in the, that first half because Dawson was scared to give him anything so crazy. Was which I. I understand. So was I. Uh, especially after that first throw he had that like slipped out of his hand. Um, but then he comes in the second half and just throws a beautiful ball. To Colby Young, who drops it and then throws a dart. Oh, and mind what a you, throw. game was I'm on the line. Sure that, and that, was that play down. was was the the forbidden Z word zone, mm-hmm. and threw it right in between the coverage. Perfect, Perfect. ball. Well, have we seen? I I don't, I cannot I cannot remember the last time I've seen a throw like that from TVD. Dude, like he, even his, his 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 nice throw to Jacoby George, not a nice throw uh, against against North Carolina. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that was a, like a beautiful ball, but I'm pretty sure that was man. Like when have we seen him like just like split coverage and zone? But he's even losing it in man now. Jacoby George ran uh, a slant that Tyler hit him on, but he threw it behind him. If he threw it in front of him and led him, it's six. Instead, it was just a yeah. first down. Like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly who the play yeah, you're talking about. It, yeah, it's over. It's over. It's gotta be. It's gotta be Emory. <laughs> just get, um, just please. I. <laughs> Now here's the deal. If I see nine running out there, yeah, like again, I've said it so many times. 
17, Emory Williams, looked the best defense in the ACC dead in the eye, said, I'm not afraid of you. I'm a true freshman, and I'm going to lead our team over this giant hump of a team that has dominated us the last 10 years. And he went and got us that win. Like, I have, I don't care. Like, that... He gained all my respect at that moment, and I, I just, I just like, I want that guy to be my quarterback. I don't care if he goes out there and makes a million yeah. mistakes. I've seen enough from this other guy who's been, who's had all plenty of chances to win those kind of games and hasn't. Give me Emory or give me death. You see the thing about TVD looking like Michael Rappaport? Yeah, yeah. We, I think we've said that before. It's so true. Yeah. Um. All right, but here's the thing, though, like. Yes, FSU is beatable, but there's a reason they're undefeated. There is a reason that right now they are going to be in the college football playoff if their rankings stand as they are today when we record it. They have their pass defense is extremely good. They're the only team in the country that have given up or they've forced more incompletions than completions against them. Wow. Yeah. So... It's going to be whoever is under center for us on Saturday. It is going to be tough to throw the ball. But guess what? We've got a good running game. We do. Needs to get a little more creative at times. What about a little wildcat with Brashard Smith? Just give me anything. Last time we put Brashard Smith at running back, he took it to the house. Like, it's like, even if those wrinkles don't work... It's still just like keeping the defense on their toes, you know? Right. Yeah, exactly. Like, it doesn't matter if the play doesn't work, but just show some different stuff every now and then. Like, I get in the passing game, you're handcuffed, but in the in the running game, yeah. I, like I said, I, I the jury's still out for Dawson. I, I think he's still a good OC. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, they, they're... It's just been boring. They're, yeah. Yeah, it has. Their pass defense, I think it is imperative, A, that Tyler Van Dyke doesn't play, and B, yes, that that's the key to the game. I do think <laughs> you call a similar game like you did against Clemson and just hope that your defense is going to be good enough to keep it tight, and it's going to, like, I know we want more. I, I do agree with the creativity aspect of that, and I think there has to be more mix-ins of that, but as far as, like, you do have to call a fairly safe game from a passing standpoint because this FSU defense, will they'll crush you. They, yeah, like, and you're away. And you're away. Like, we simply cannot turn the ball over, especially yeah, God, at like the clip the, we have been. That's number one rule, win the turnover battle. We lose the turnover battle, we're probably not beating number four team on the road. Definitely. And I would say, and this is, I mean, you can always say this, but like, I feel like it's so imperative as well. We have to get off to a fast start. Like, we got it. When's the last time we just jumped on a team and we were the When's ones the last that time went we were up? up seven nothing. Dude, I can't, I, it, it, truly. I so literally don't know. Can we, ple- like, if we can get off to a fast start against FSU and suck the life out of Doak Stadium real quick, like, that would just be yeah. huge. Place gonna be rocking. Oh my gosh! At least it's a three thirty kickoff and not eight o'clock. But woo. I know. Glad, glad we blew that for them. Uh, not. Uh, I was debating uh, going to that game this year. 
you don't want to go uh, to that game. No, I, I'm. It's just even if we win, it's probably still not a fun time. Yeah. Oh, what and Tallahassee, I was I filmed a few weddings there. It is just, it's a sad place to be. I had a friend once say, it's like Halloween Town all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like it's like always just been gloomy that I've been there, and yeah. it's like, are you Florida or are you Georgia? You gotta pick one, right? It's just, it's just. Why would you ever want to go there? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I, have, I, 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 I had I had some alumni talking to me like, you, oh, you gotta see Doe Campbell, such a cool stadium, like real, like. Like that, like it's like on like any other stadium you've ever been to. I'm like, absolutely not. I've seen that stadium. I've seen it on on camera. I've seen it on games. You cannot tell me that's a better game experience than Hard Rock Stadium. Just because it's on campus and you have some classrooms in the building. Can I get like, my craft beer in my cafe Versailles Cuban sandwich right. there? No. They're um, downsizing the stadium. Here's the thing, though. And we get the yeah. attendance jokes. I know. Here's the thing, though. You and I both we've we've got we now have family ties to FSU. Your in laws went there, and uh, my in laws went there. So Dif- differences. It, it's <laughs> it's in the family now. It's a little different. Got to be careful what the, I say. Yeah, the difference is, my in laws couldn't tell you who the starting quarterback is. Your in law. Was his, one of the all-time best players for Florida State. <laughs> oh, he would like to hear you say that. Um, yeah, my father. I mean, wasn't he the touchdown leader until Dalvin? At, at one time, he was the touchdown all the touchdown leader at Florida State. My father-in-law, Dane Williams, was the fullback at Florida State during their glory days. Um, but Miami was a thorn in their side. But uh, yeah, and he was. So I, I have fun talking about those games with him. My dad, our dad especially has fun talking about those games with him. I even today I was I posted that just thinking about the glory days of Miami Florida State rivalry. Like today I posted the clip of uh Michael Irvin scoring the touchdown in nineteen eighty seven and, and when FSU tried going for the win, went for two and didn't get it, Bubba McDowell uh-huh. deflected it. Like, man. It's just I love those clips, but they make me sad. I haven't seen anything like that. Yeah, oh, we've seen. Uh, we were like at the, the, the national the championship was always on the line in those days in the late eighties. Right. Yeah, we we've been to some bad moments. Good for FSU. Yeah, but the, not yet. National championship wasn't on the line on those games. It was for FSU th- this year. That's what I'm us. saying. That's <laughs> what it makes me excited about this year. The national championships yeah. on the line for someone, and your Miami Hurricanes have a chance to not only beat their rival, but ruin their season. Like, th- here's the frustrating on. thing, though. Even if we beat them, like I think we've had this conversation, but even if we beat them, I, I th- and they went out after that, I, 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 th- I still think they probably make the college football playoff. Like they uh, need a little bit of help. I, yeah. But that's the the sad part. But you know what? I just then, but then we can say we beat them. Don't win the championship. They'll get rolled. If 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 this Miami team with a freshman quarterback could beat them, they'll get rolled by some team in the college football playoff. We have a great squad, other than just a few squeaky wheels. We can beat them. I cannot, Jimmy. 
I cannot emphasize that enough. I'm starting to believe over here. We can beat them. Last thing I'll say though about FSU is the trend. The sorry. Yeah. No, no, you go, you go. I was just gonna say the trenches. We we will. We are better mm, than them. We are. I that's fully what believe games it. Are won. I've. I mean, even uh, their big their big buddy on the D line. He's he's verse. He's Jared he's, verse. He's had a good season, but Bain's had a better season. Bain's better. Bain is better. You heard it here first. And guess what? Our team, those are recruits we're talking about. They built their whole team off the transfer portal, Jimmy. What you think about that? <laughs> <laughs> you know that 60%, I guess this isn't that surprising to stat, but 60% of their transfers that they got in the portal are starting, are part of their starting lineup. Yeah, no, they're like heavily, heavily transfers yeah they kind of built the the blueprint of how you rebuild a team using the portal they they will be a unless they like completely uh flip the team again next year with new transfers it's going to be like a mostly freshman sophomore team next year yeah and how good can norvell recruit we'll see they has a top five class right now but shut up why is that (laughs) because they're winning no because because he's not a great recruiter yeah but they're winning and that helps. Oh, lost your audio here. Jimmy, I cannot hear you right now. My AirPods disconnected. I can hear you. Oh, now I can hear you, but now you're not on my AirPods. It's going to pick up on my mic. Technical difficulties here. Please stand by. <laughs> uh, I'll start thinking of some fun facts. Fun facts. Did you know that Florida State University used to be an all-girls <laughs> I got you. I got you. <laughs> 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 Terrific. Um, yeah. Okay. Did you have a favorite FSU moment? I think mine was that the the comeback 2018, honestly. Yeah. Because electric. If we were so out of that game. Yeah, because they were up twenty they were up twenty to seven going into half, and then they had that punt return for a touchdown right in the beginning of the third quarter, go up twenty seven seven. It's twenty seventh. You're like, oh, it is over. And yeah. then, then we go Sheldrick Redwine, turnover, touchdown, dude, Pinkney interception, yeah. turnover. Oh, the then, Pinkney one. And then the beautiful throw to Brevin from Cozy. That's Kane right. They, legend. They had that punt <laughs> return. That's right. They had the punt return, but then got the ball back again with us still not oh, scoring. Yeah. The game was And over. then Redwine got the interception. Man, that was good. Yeah, other big, I mean, just think about Big moments in this rivalry. You had the 1987, the one I just mentioned, Michael Irvin. Um, I'm I'm only going to focus on the good ones here. 1991 was wide right one. 92 was wide right two, back-to-back years. 2000, wide right three. 2002 was wide left one. Um, Then you had the last meetup at the Moore Orange Bowl. That was a sad one. 2006, we lost that one. That was just a bad year. Uh... And then the block at the rock. Oh, I'm getting bad again. 2016. 2017, the rally in tally. 2018, the comeback wide left two. And then 2021, fourth and 14. A lot of history here. There is, man. It's a great. At the end of the day, it's a great rivalry. And the past two years have kind of downplayed that because they've been. Or no, I'm sorry. The fourth and 14 was a good game. But there was a fifty-two to ten, and then there was last year, whatever that score was, um, forty-five-three. 
Yeah. So it's been downplayed, I think, because there's been some blowouts two of the last three years, but it's just a great rivalry. I mean, we had some bad golden teams that played some really good FSU teams well that honestly should have won the game. Yeah. Give me some spirited, and I believe that from this team. Oh, yeah. I, I I don't believe we'll be down. Like this team has shown fight, and you're I, I'm not going to believe they're going to lay down the team at Doak. Yeah. So and we know that point one percent. Yeah. What will 2023 write in this storied rivalry, Jimmy? Can your Miami Hurricanes go against the odds and take down the Seminoles and ruin their season? Oh, man, it would be sweet. I would ball my little baby eyes out. I would, too, honestly. <laughs> Just, uh, I, would, I would believe in God again. Dude, can you, <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine if Emory Williams goes out there and beats Florida State? I, this man could go. Crown him. He could go 0 for 100 with 100 straight interceptions after that. And he would be a Miami Hurricanes legend. And he's, and he's my guy. My guy. Yeah. Ride or die with him. All right. We'll get into the Miami pick in a second. We'll close the show with that. But anything else on this Miami floor state before we get into our lag of the week? I think that's it. I, I'm, You know what? This I'm glad we recorded this because I'm excited again. Let's go, <laughs> just baby. Been, just been feeling a little down. Let's go. All right. Lock of the weeks, man, have just been brutal. Brutal. Yeah, I just don't even know why I still do it, to be honest. Uh, but I got mine. You got yours? I'll go first. All right. Uh, Tennessee at number te- number 17, Tennessee at number 12, Missouri. Ten, uh, Missouri is favored by one and a half. And I'm going to take Mizzou. Whoa. Decent Missouri team has shown some fight. And we were talking about at Missouri. And I think Tennessee, Tennessee lost to the Florida Gators. <laughs> I mean, I know, dude. The Gators lost to Arkansas. Oh, it could have been such a good college football day, honestly. A few things there. Did First of all, did you see their crowd at the swamp? No, I was not. I was working the wedding at that point. Not a good crowd. And it's bad over there in Gainesville. This is a two-win Arkansas team that comes in and beats you. Their first win ever at the Swamp. Yes, I saw that stat. They've got their own. They've got a lot, a lot bigger issues than Miami has. Miami doesn't have that many issues, Jimmy. Like some of this stuff is making it seem like they do. There's really just one. (laughs) Uh. What is the one? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> all right what's your lock of the week oh man my uh week is oklahoma state ever heard of them they are two and a half point favorites at ucf give me the pokes big <laughs> you're betting against <laughs> ucf got their alma mater once again Got their first Big 12 win last week against Cincinnati. I mean, it was an ugly game, but they got it done. But, dude, Oklahoma State. I mean. But, like, does that even count as one since they both came from the same conference to the to the yeah, Big 12? exactly. You know I mean? Like, have they gotten their true first one yet? Um, yeah. Yeah, that's a good pick. I like that. 
Yeah, and, and you just had the final Bedlam game last week, and Oklahoma State took down Oklahoma. Like, it was the final scheduled Bedlam game. So give me give me Oklahoma State, right? That so they're not going to keep down the schedule when no. they go to the SEC. Yeah, it's oh my god, dude. That's see, that's that's where I the whole conference realignment makes me sad. I know, I know. We, we're we're losing really a great rivalry there. Um, so they're coming off a big win. Like Oklahoma State's playing good football. They're just it's just two and a half at UCF. I think they're a way better team than UCF. Give me Oklahoma State big. Okay. All right. All Sounds right. good. Well, Jimmy, Saturday, November 11th, 3.30 p.m. Eastern on national television, ABC, your My Americans, Miami, travel up north to Doak Campbell Stadium to take on the Oh, this is beautiful. (laughs) Florida State Seminoles looking for the college football playoff berth and their rise back to prominence. What say you, Jimmy? Can the Miami Hurricanes take down their bitter rivals from the north? Or will Florida State win their... Third, <laughs> third in a third row. One in a row. Wow. Yeah. Third in a row. What say you, my friend? Your Do Miami it. Hurricanes. Do it. <laughs> Your Miami Hurricanes. Thirty-one. Florida State Seminoles. Thirty. We've got some canes over here. Bobby Hurricanes are going to win the football game. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Honestly, maybe maybe it wouldn't be good for us to win because Joe Zagaki might have a heart attack after listening to his call for the Virginia game. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, he would have thought we just won. College football playoff. Oh, legend. Um, I guess I forgot to say we are currently four and a half point underdogs. I mean, uh, 14 no, is, and a half. It is a 14 yes, and a half. It is, I'm seeing 15. Yeah, it opened <laughs> at 14. You're seeing 15 now? Good night. If anything I Folks know. Folks like the Seminoles. Yeah, but if I know anything about Miami, is they don't give a rip what Vegas says. No, that's <laughs> I tried going. telling you that earlier this year, man. Oh, I knew the six points last week was just way I just too much. Can't, I physically cannot like predict us losing to FSU. Yep, I don't have it in me. Over under is fifty and a half, I think. Yeah, so I'm saying over that. So this is contingent that TVD is not our starter. By the way, I'm gonna give myself that little hedge. Yep, totally. All right, my pick is. Your Miami Hurricanes, whoa, mama, with Emery Williams under center, maybe a little Jakari Brown package. 
28. And the Florida State Seminoles. 24. Let's go, Kings! Am I picking this totally from heart? Yes. Do I believe the words that I'm saying at all? No. But guess what? Life is too short to ever, ever pick the Florida State Seminoles to beat the Miami Hurricanes, and why not us? They think they're better than us. They think we're a joke. They think that we have no idea who our quarterback is going to be. That part's true. But the Miami <laughs> we we are a very good and talented football team if we can just put it all together and give me we Emory, are. give me the kid. I want the kid. FSU forgets where they came from. Yes. They have... There's, they made the first bowl game in like what four years? Yes, last year. Like the we've made Jordan Travis his freshman year see God. Jalen Phillips, remember mm, that? Scary. Talk about spooky season. So I just I we can do this. We can do this. Let, I want them to be so cocky going into this game. They already are. They already are. I heard they're not watching film this week. <laughs> but dude, the Dabo's special. This is it, my man. This is you've you're not playing for an ACC championship anymore. This is this is our national championship. Yep. Let's go. Let's just go up there and win it. Let's go up let's there and win that. it and sprint back down to sunny Miami. Think about the momentum if Emory can lead us to a victory. Oh my gosh, it would just be it would be monumental, would, and then and then you're like, okay, we know who our quarterback the, is, and yeah, it's, and he'd be and a like, king. It would, it would make the loss to Louisville the next week just sting so much less. <laughs> <laughs> Noon kickoff. Noon <laughs> kickoff. <laughs> uh, Boston College is looking great. Oh, in the frozen tundra, Thanksgiving Day <laughs> special or Black Friday. <laughs> It's always a Friday game Boy. with Boston College. Got to just, I mean, we, this season could get out of hand quick here. So Week by week. This this is a, yeah, this is monumental for the rest of the season. Let's do it, baby. 3.30 p.m. We got some K's over here. Whoosh, whoosh. I want to see the Miami Hurricanes rise like apparently Life Wallet stock has r- risen today. People are really excited by that. Did you see that? Oh yeah, Ruiz is, is out of the ashes. I saw that. Everyone like he was going viral. Everyone's like making all this money today. Crazy. Good for him. Yeah. Yeah, I still think that has something to do with why Tyler Van Dyke hasn't been benched. But that's a conversation for another day. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I got scared real right. quick, and my thing wasn't showing that it was recording, but it, it is. It is. All right, that's good. That would yeah. have been sad. That would have been because we've done that before, folks. We have, yeah. First ever episode, actually. Yeah, tough start. All right, dude. But you know who can't have a tough start? It's your Miami Hurricanes. Got come it. Out hot. Got to come with out the turnover hot. battle with a young quarterback, please. Please. Let's Please. go, Canes. Their quarterback's almost 30. The original transfer. Their quarterback could be our quarterback's dad. <laughs> <laughs> There'd be some illegal stuff happening, but it could be. 
All right. Black that kick. Black at the rock. Black at the rock. What will 23 write? actually yelled that. What will 2023 write in this in this storied rival manner, friend? What? Who will become a legend on Saturday? Who is going to be that guy? This is where legends are born. This is where history is made. This is where legends are made. I can feel it coming in the air tonight. Oh, no. Oh, no. I can feel it coming. Hitting that stuff till you hear that sound.